And then cousin Sherry here, she's the first one. I thought, okay, let me see if she matches up with Sherry. And she didn't. It was a shock of my life. It was like somebody hit me in the gut. Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherapy. Hi, welcome to Sherapy. I'm Sherry Todd, and this is episode four. And um, I'm here in wonderful Lake Forest, California. I'm talking with my cousin, Debbie, and she's going to talk to us today about genealogy. I can't even say it. Genealogy. Thank you. And she's pretty much an expert. She's been doing it for a long time. And um, Debbie, welcome. Hi, everybody. So uh, how long have you been doing? Well, I've been doing family research for a long time. I don't know really when I started, but I always had an interest. My, our grandmother, Sherry's and I, we share a great-grandma. She was O'Hagan, and I was always interested since Sherry and I had the red hair and learning more about our Irish uh, background. Well, cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. So how did you first get started? Um, I don't... I We had a cousin who lived um, in Utah, and she um, kind of got us into it. What she is is she was related to us by my stepmom, Marilyn, and Marilyn had me baptized Mormon, and they're very much interested in family history, and so uh, she had got me into that. So you actually went... Yes, and like then a- one time I actually went to Utah to the Grand Dam of them all, the um, Family Research Center there in Salt Lake City. It was the time of my life. <laughs> so what's so special about this this uh, place in Utah? Well, the place in Utah, this is, of course, before the Internet, and they have any book, any kind of family history, uh, records, census records, anything that you could ever want. That, they store them all there. Now they've moved all those records into a, inside the, the, of a mountain, Granite Mountain, I believe, and all the records are being kept there now. Oh, really? That's uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. So is everything, can you research everything now online? Yeah, or- pretty much everything now. They even have a website called uh, Family Research on um, .com, I believe it is, and you, everything is online now. Okay, so when, when you first started, what surprised you most? What, what surprised me most, no, is that the women in our family were mostly just go by their husband's name. Like I couldn't even find my grandmother's maiden name. She had seven boys and not one of them knew her maiden name. And it took a lot of work going through death certificates and all that to be able to actually find her last name was Holiday. So now I make sure my kids know my last name, my maiden name. Really, that's that was really, and so what I like to do now is I really like to emphasize on our family tree that I like to emphasize that the women's maiden name, not just with the husband's name, but the you know we have an identity too with the maiden name. So when you're first starting out uh, researching your family tree, what what do you suggest? What are some of the Now, now I would really suggest getting DNA, having the DNA. And the biggest thing I would suggest to anybody out there getting started is older family members have their DNA taken. 
they might not remember you took it, like my uncle, he gave my cousin Kathy a sample, and Kathy was telling him the results, and he said, how'd she get my spit? (laughs) (laughs) And Kathy told him, you remember one time we did that? But I'm finding so much more hints on ancestry now with his DNA sample than like with Sherry's and mine. So also I would suggest to talk. Oh, and talk. Because on my side of the family, talk with older family members, mm-hmm. yes, like your definitely. grandparents, even your own parents. Yeah. Because on my dad's side, my grandmother, I never talked to her. And right. I know absolutely nothing about my dad's right. side. I mean, I could probably talk to my aunt maybe, but I really regret not talking to her when she was still alive to find out all that information on my dad's side because she had my dad at a wedlock. Oh. And he was raised by his mom and grandmother. He didn't know his dad. He knew of his dad, and I remember asking my dad about it once, and he said that he would come to his basketball games, and that was about it. And I think my grandmother said the last name was Biggs, but I'm not sure. So now I get a lot of hits on my DNA thing of Mm -hmm. a lot of people. I have no idea who they are, and Uh I'm assuming they're from my Mm -hmm. dad's side of the family. Yeah, probably. But I really regret not sitting down with her and just talking to her about that side of the family, all the relatives, Mm -hmm. uncles, aunts on her side. That is a big regret that we didn't do that, yeah. So we need to do that. So say I'm starting out with, say, let's let's just pick ancestry. We're starting Mm -hmm. out on ancestry. How would we start with the family tree? Well, what you would do is you go on in and put your name and your mother's name, and then you would get a little hint. And then you would look is at that, that little leaf. That little leaf. And then a lot of people, surprisingly, have already done their family trees. And then you go there and you then you can save it to your tree or you can just take out the information you want. But um, not too many people don't have somebody else in the family doing ancestry along with them. So you can find a tree on a lot of people. It's, it's becoming popular. I'll have to admit, when I started doing mine, and I started putting in my grandma's maiden name, Todd, and kept going back and back, it got to the point where... I got really confused, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like I was in Ikea. I was completely lost, didn't know where I was going. So I had to, like, kind of back out of yeah. it. Especially with a name like Todd, and like I said, the other one was Holiday. Boy, that's hard. Because then you, you do a Google search or something, and, you know, Holiday this and Holiday that, that yeah. But so, Because, yeah, like, in our family, something. it was always like, oh, you were related to Mary Todd or Mary Todd. So the further back I got, I don't think we were. Oh. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Cause well, I we have to do a DNA and see if who knows. Yeah, well, that's what we did. So, mm-hmm. you, and how much does it cost for Ancestry? Do you know? It's Well, it's quite expensive. And um, right now, I think it's $99 every six months. That's for the D- oh, oh, that's for for, uh, for a monthly, uh, for uh, every six month service, yeah. So, and they, they let you go into records like right. like census records and oh things everything like that. there's census birth records marriage records um death records um for the men uh one good way to find out about the men in your family if they were born before 1990 is the world war one uh, draft registration on that they're going to have their full name their signature what they weighed uh their built, their color, their eyes, their hair color, and where they were born. Great. So that's world. And you can link it up, right? Yeah, you and then that's World War One draft registration. Every man had to sign up. Every man. So every male who was born before 1990 had to sign up. Oh, okay. That's so there's good. records on that. Now another thing is when you're searching and you see on the uh, Social Security death records their last residence that is not where they died. That is where their last Social Security benefit went to. 
And a lot of people get tripped up on that. Like if, you know, somebody died and they sent you their last benefit, they didn't die there. They could have died in another state. You were getting the benefit. That's very, very important. Do not go by that. How would you find out where they died? Just Well, if you had a general idea, but now we have another source called newspapers.com, and that's great. I've been getting a lot of obituaries, as you, you've seen, I've been posting. And you just go in there and you put their name and general date. You can go between 10, 20 years. It's really interesting. We found out that people have died by suicide. We found that people have died by a house burning that I didn't get out in time. We've, it's very interesting. And it's uh, newspapers.com. So that was in our family, some of the yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked, tried to find, I went on there and tried to, I couldn't find my dad's. On Todd? Yeah, I couldn't find his obituary. Oh. Well, maybe uh, it's more but, recent. In the older days, that was a big deal. Yeah. They even put down like a Sherry Todd had company this week and who it was. You know, it was a small, it's a small <laughs> town there. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, my dad, used, he's from a small town in Chafee, Missouri, and he used to get the newspaper delivered to him when he uh-huh. was living out here. Uh-huh. And he just used to laugh and laugh, you know, it's like the headlines, you know, you know, the Wilson's pig, ate, yeah. you know, Martha's prized yeah. roses or something like that. And he would just laugh because it was just such a small yeah. town. Well, do you remember when we had our family reunion, we were trying to get Hagen family members up there and we put a little teeny ad in the local paper up there. And at that time that didn't have the internet and people were reading the paper more. And we got a call from the head guy himself. Remember uh, the yeah. Hagen and we were so excited. Where, Oregon, Washington? No, that's Hokiam, Washington. Yeah. And that was great. Yeah, that was great. The newspapers are really a good source. So I did the DNA. Mm-hmm. Mom did the DNA. Right. So, which is separate from the family tree thing, correct? Right. Uh huh. So, and the DNA, when we did it, it was like 49. Mm-hmm. Um, they have specials, <clears throat> excuse me, on Mother's Day. Uh, whenever a big holiday is coming, like Mother's yeah, Day. During yeah. the holidays, they had a and, like 50 And Christmas bucks. is a big one. Yeah. So in January, everybody, after you've done your DNA, be surprised because a lot of things happen in that DNA that you would not expect. So how do how does that work? So you get the kit, you buy the kit, you buy the they kit, send it to you, and you you can't eat or drink for a half hour. My aunt Kay, I hope she's not listening. Poor thing couldn't go a half hour in between, <laughs> so she would stop and eat and then wait fifteen minutes the she next time. No, she never got it done. No, she, no, we got it done, but it, it took more than a half hour. When she first woke up. Yeah, mouth spit. And then, but it's interesting. I sent a kit off to my cousin in uh, Canada, and she sent it back. And by the time it came back, it was no good anymore. So what they do is you have to make sure you get it and send it to your local area. And they have distribution uh, laboratories all over the place. And actually, they said the one for her should have gone to Ireland to be processed. But by the time it got back to me, it was no good. So can you, so when you get the kit, you just drop, is there already an address Uh, on there? Yeah, self-address, you do the spit, and then send it off. In about four weeks, you will uh, find, you'll get the results and it'll be online. Yeah, so I did mine. I got my results and it showed like I'm 50 Two percent Irish uh-huh. and the More rest than was me. English, and then I don't know, like three percent from Finland. I don't know. And what was interesting, it also showed where most of, I guess, my family came from. Right, the, the settlers, side, which was like Munster, Ireland. Oh, Munster, Sherry. Munster, I know <laughs> it figures, huh? Munster, and and a lot of relatives settled in southern states, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny because the only person I know who lived in southern states was my grandpa. He was mm. from Nebraska. 
So I guess a lot of people just migrated mm-hmm. over to California yeah. and the West Coast. Yeah. And and it also I get a lot of hits now from other people doing it. And I have a lot of like second cousins. I have no idea who mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. None. But mom shows up as my parent. Yeah. And you show up as a second yeah. cousin and everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I but because I don't pay it monthly, you can go on mm-hmm. and check other people's trees. Uh-huh. Or, or there are other, um, if they have a tree, you can uh-huh. check them. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just super, super interesting. But like you said, you have to be careful because things will come up. I watched an um, interview today, actually, on Good Morning America for 23andMe, where they actually have people that take phone calls from upset people. They've been specially trained to handle these people who are upset about the results of their DNA. They're very shocking and they can't deal with it. And they go through like three months of training of DNA training and, and they do all this stuff. So that happened with us. Yes. We were shocked by what happened is my, my brother, John, um, I thought it was my ride or die. My one true full blooded brother so he had a daughter named Sandy, and for her birthday, I just sent her test, which sent her test in for fun, and go said the results are in. So I opened up my computer, and oh, she's matching up with all my mom's side, and I'm so happy. Then I think, uh oh, she's not matching up with anybody on my dad's side. And then cousin Sherry here, she's the first one. I thought, okay, let me see if she matches up with Sherry, and she didn't. It was a shock of my life. It was like somebody hit me in the gut. And right there on the results, Sandy matched up with a woman nobody knew as her aunt, her other aunt, just as close as I am. So um, it was obviously obvious that um, my mom had stepped out on my dad, I I guess. I, that's the way to call it. And um, it was quite shocking. And there is even now a secret support group on Facebook for people who have come up with this problem. And not problem, you come up. And now what they're saying is that when you call into Ancestry and say, oh, this is wrong, this can't be, my dad's my dad, and they'll say, Ancestry, DNA does not lie, moms do. Moms know who they've given birth to. They do. Most, dad, mo- most you know, yeah. something very unusual happen. But dad's, you know, it's a surprise. And your mom had already passed away. So my mom had passed away. My dad had passed away and my brother had passed away. So all they were, they had all passed away. But um, it's just a shock that you can't even imagine to think that, you know, you've been lied to all your life was just, I mean, I might even just start crying thinking about that. But then again, I don't know. Maybe my mom how wasn't do you think sure. If Johnny was still alive, how do you think he would have handled it? I think, um, oh man, that'd be hard. I think Johnny might would take that really hard. Here, my grandparents raised Johnny and he wasn't even biologically their, their grandson. What was funny is that I remember Johnny. I mean, he died a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, he died in 1977. In a motorcycle accident. But uh-huh. I remember... He looked like all of us. He had the strawberry he blonde did. hair. He did. He kind of looked like my your dad. mom had a type. Yeah, <laughs> Until she didn't have a type after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he looked a lot like my dad. But from what I hear, and I don't know if you mind me telling this, but my mom never drove, and so I'm wondering. We found out that my mom had met a man. Uh, his name is Mr. Jordan, out at a bar in Long Beach, a Navy bar. So I asked Georgine, who's in as you heard from the other uh, segment in the early stage of dementia, how did my mom get to this bar? 
And boy, Georgine remembered that. She said, I drove. We all drove. That's where I met Sherry's dad. <laughs> so that watch out for sailor bars in Long Beach is all I got to say. Yeah, well, it's a good thing you didn't match up with me. It'd be like, wait oh, a minute, oh, Dad. Be bad. So everybody, stuff. no matter how well you think you know your parents, you you just don't know. You just don't know. Be prepared for what you might find. It yeah, it is. I I can imagine how shocking it is. It was. But what's weird? We're it's kind of like off topic here, but. You talked to a psychic. I did. My brother is dating a woman who is a psychic or a medium. and um, Your other brother. My other brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my other brother. And uh, she had never met me, and she's not dated Ray very long. And uh, my brother came through, if you believe this or not. He did. I believe it. And he said that he could, he always felt uh different you know like he's with my grandparents my dad's coming to pick me up I go live with my dad never going to go live with Johnny's never going to go live with them and it's like he said he always just felt there was something different so he knew you were upset about it yeah so John knew that I was having a lot of trouble with this and he came through and according to the psychic my mother was with him and my mother knew my mother knew yeah yeah she said she knew she could tell and um that uh, I felt I felt so much more at peace after that. I don't know if people believe in psychics or not, but I just felt so much on, more at peace. But psychics. We should do a whole segment. We on really psychics. sure. Yeah. It's, it is interesting. When I lived in Ohio, it was very big out there. Uh-huh. Going to palm readers. In fact, I went to a couple palm readers, and one told me that I was an old soul, mm-hmm. and that I was put here to take care of one of my parents. Oh, and look at that. And look how it's happened. Yeah. And at the time, I'm thinking, well, that's, I, mean, I live here. My mom lives in yeah. California, and my yeah. dad's passed away. So, yeah, really. And then another psychic told me that I was going to be sick, and it would be in my stomach area. Oh. And years later, I ended up having yeah. the, the fibroid tumors and yeah. the hysterectomy. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, this woman also too. told me my mom, I was very worried about, um, I've had two breast cancer scares. And my mom told uh, the, the lady, she said, oh, tell, tell Debbie you don't have that and you're going to be fine. You're going to live a long life and take that trip. So Hawaii, here I come. Are you going to move there? I'm going to go there for a couple of years. You're going to move there. Mm-hmm. You're going to move there, Debbie, and we'll never see you again. No, you can come visit. I'll get a big enough house. So, and DNA, I know uh, 23andMe also will do um, a health assessment. Right. But, you know, and if I you're think doing... Ancestry might do it, but maybe I hear yeah, it's 23andMe different. is more... But uh, 23andMe is a much more difficult site to uh, do the family history. If you want to see what genetic traits you might have, okay. But if you do the other stuff, it, it's very hard. Even I can't figure it out. I have a hard time with it. So I recommend Ancestry.com if you want to hook up to the family. And what's good, what I like about Ancestry is you can upload pictures. Yeah. That can go with the people that you uh-huh. find. So if you have yeah. like an old picture of a great grandpa, right. you can add that to right. there, which I think is really yeah. interesting. Another good thing on family uh, searching is findagrave.com. Now, when you do your genealogy and you find out where your relatives are buried, you can put them there and then uh, it's a website and then you can link them up. There'll be a picture like uh, Sherry's dad and then his wife who passed away somebody you've hooked her up too and then you click yeah. and then a picture of it's her comes more, up and yeah. then all their relatives and it's really a great site it's really a great site you put a picture of the headstone or them and it's a really nice site that's really a lot of information on there too yeah, that's my other favorite lot, site yeah. i i'm thinking it's almost like 
a family tree, really. It is. Except, uh-huh. You know, except you're not eating yeah. dead or live people. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've locked, linked up a lot of people. Like yeah, my dad that's and my a good grandma are linked up, and, mm-hmm. it, and you know, I put my dad's uh, obituary on there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, and a it's, nice picture of him. And even if they're uh, cremated, like my dad and uh, my, my dad. granny, uh, you can still do a site and then just put uh, the cremation. Even if you've been cremated and given to somebody and the family member, you can do a website, you can do a site for them and then hook them up to everybody. It's a really great site. Well, Debbie, thank you very much. Well, You're thank you, so Sherry. full of info. Uh-huh. I and hope I get you, people interested in doing genealogy. If not, look me up, give me a holler, and I'll do some looking up for you. Look you up on what? I'll do some searching for them on Ancestry. Well, how would they I just find updated you? my account, so I'm good for six months. How would they find you? Um, on Facebook. Debbie? Deborah Dormanish. Deborah Dormanish. Yeah, oh, wait, I thought this was just for our family. No, I, I, I can't do it for everybody. Just family members. <laughs> the whole world's going to get in touch with you. You get a whole bunch of <laughs> life, get life, people. Resi- life requests. <laughs> yeah. You get a hundred of them. Like, yeah. what? Oh, my What's God. going on here? No. I think, um, what was I going to say? I think that, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't know. It's like my dementia is coming in. Me and Mom are going to That's why out. you don't want to take that test, Sherry. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to know. What I'm predisposed yeah. to because you take for. the test. I, I don't like want to know. I'm too paranoid. I don't want to know. Yeah, like, like you said, I, anytime you step out of the room or you forget something, oh my god, it's kicked I'm in. Give me, to get room, give me a hotel. Give me a suite somewhere at the Alzheimer's place. That, yeah, today my mom told a story talking oh about dementia. I, I just laughed so hard. She, for some reason, she, her cousin and her husband put my mom on top of a car. On the way to Vegas. On the made, roof rack. On the, on the luggage rack. It made her sit there on the way to Vegas. Yeah, and she and, was waving to people as she, she drove the, into town. She enjoyed it the whole time. And now, I said, Georgine, why were you on the roof rack? And she said, because there was a lot of luggage in the car. I said, well, why didn't they put the luggage on the roof and you in the back seat? And she said the, there was no ropes to hide, hide, put the luggage, but she could hold on with her hands. And she believes this story with every fiber yeah, of her like, being okay mom all right well at least you didn't fall off thank god she said only on the way there because on the way back was downhill she would have fallen <laughs> off <laughs> so i she comes up with these things sometimes i don't know just another day with my mom in dementia mm-hmm. okay debbie thank you very much thank you, i Sherry. appreciate it and um Maybe we'll do a thing on psychics. Okay. Sometime soon. That'd, That'd be, be great. Awesome. Okay. We'll go search for ghosts. At least be more fun. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to put mm-hmm. all the stuff that Debbie talked about, all the links for Ancestry, Find a Grave. Um, uh, 23 and Me. Yeah, 23 and Me. And a whole bunch of other stuff on the, I'll have the links on uh, everything we talked about on the episode. Um, description. I'll put it there. Also on my Facebook page, Sherapy with Sherry Todd, and you can check it out there too. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, before I go, Alexa, tell me a joke. How much does a grandpa weigh? Just a little more than a gram. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Do, do, do.